0: Welcome to Today on Broadway for Friday, March 27th, 2020. I'm Broadway World's Matt Tamanini.
1: And I'm arts and culture writer Ashley Steves.
0: Well, we made it through another week. We is this did week it. two or week one of the shelter in I place thought, for New York? I don't even know at this point. I, I don't, don't even know. really know. Like, I wouldn't know what day of the week it was <laughs> if it wasn't for this show.
1: I thought you were going to be like, was this one week or two? Which the answer is it was two weeks. Like, yeah. this one week felt like two weeks.
0: Well, it's been one week since you looked at me. So I
1: was going to make the threw your, head, no. threw your head to the side and said you're angry. Five
0: days since the living room. Uh, anyway,
1: yeah. if you are Nailed not of it.
0: a certain generation, you do not know what I'm talking about. And I'm sorry for the hole in your cultural references.
1: Don't, don't uh, apologize.
0: I mean, who doesn't need a few bare naked ladies in their lives? So true. Anyway. So true. Sounds so wrong if you have no idea what I'm talking about. Uh, Anyway, actually, (laughs) you said it, not me. Uh, Anyway, we have a ton of really cool stuff going on. As we've been telling you, we have been trying, we've been efforting, as they say, to get some interviews to talk about the different parts of Mm -hmm. the Broadway and theatrical community and talk about how they're being affected by COVID-19 and all of the shutdowns. It obviously took a little bit of time at the beginning because everybody was more worried about you know, life, but we have started to not only get some of these interviews planned, but we've actually started to do some of these interviews. So they will be coming to you forthwith over the weekend, perhaps. And definitely next week, both Ashley and I have a number of things set up uh, that I think you're really going to enjoy a lot of different perspectives on how this really unprecedented um, pandemic is impacting Broadway in ways that it never has, but then also impacting theater At large, and I think you're really going to enjoy some of these conversations. I did my first one on Thursday. Ashley, you have your first one on Friday. Yes. So I think folks are really going to uh, get into that. So be ready for those to hit both our Patreon and our regular feeds. Uh, We will keep you updated once they go live. If you do want to be a part of our Patreon family, head over to patreon.com slash Broadway Radio. As with everything going on right now, we especially need your support. Uh, right now, during this very, very crazy and tumultuous time. So if you have the opportunity to support us via Patreon, we would much appreciate it. All right, Ashley, let's get into the news. And let's start not in New York City, but in Washington, D.C., as early on Thursday morning, the United States Senate passed a massive trillion relief package by a vote of 96 to 0. The four missing votes were all due to senators who were self quarantining. As you've likely heard from far newsier sources than us, this bill that has passed one House of the Congress will include 500 trillion dollars for business bailouts 4 or 140 trillion dollars specifically for hospitals and every adult in the United States with a social security number will receive a $1200 check if their annual income is under $75,000 or if as a co-filing couple they make less than 150k then they will receive $2400 they each adult will also receive $500 for each dependent child. Now, how it gets onto the theater side. Also included in the bill, which will be voted on by the House on Friday, are extensive changes to unemployment insurance. Those that qualify will receive $600 per week for up to four months. This will be able, or this will be available to contract workers, freelancers, and other non-traditional workers. In a statement released on Thursday, Actors Equity Association President Kate Schendel said, "Quote." Our industry is structured far differently than most, and when this is over, we must have a ready and healthy workforce to jumpstart local economies across America. I'm encouraged by the provisions of the new Senate bill, which will make it easier for arts professionals to get the unemployment assistance they need for work they had booked. But not yet started. She also continued. Quote, we are also tremendously happy that the Senate legislation includes language that will allow freelancers who have, put, who have been put out of work or seen their event-based jobs vanish, will be eligible for unemployment assistance if they don't otherwise qualify. Now, Ashley, as a freelancer yourself, mm-hmm. uh, I assume that this was very welcome news to you, just as it was to all of the theater community.
1: Yeah, all really good to see, in uh, rare good news days these days. <laughs> but obviously none of us can function without pay. It affects everything we do, everything we have planned, everything we want to do, especially as freelancers or any kind of contract workers where you're relying on the next job and the next job and the next job. So to at least have something in place that feels like a little bit more of a safety net, sometimes more than we actually have. Sometimes we don't have any kind of safety nets. So this almost feels like a step up sometimes. But yeah, things like the Freelancers Union has created their own freelance relief fund uh, that's – you know, you put an application for by April second, and they're looking at paying out a thousand dollars to person per person as well. Oh, that's great! That's great. Yeah, so all these little or all these big safety nets right now, all these big initiatives, definitely welcome news.
0: Yeah, and just to be clear on this, this is the phase three part of oh, yeah. Congress's. Um, cares act and it is not expected to be the last in in fact a number of politicians dating back to the very beginning of this have said that only one check being sent to americans is not enough in fact in his daily briefing i guess um even president trump (laughs) said on thursday that Um, If things continue to be bad, he would be in favor of Congress issuing another round of checks for Americans. Um, I know people from the very beginning of this, before even we realized how big of an impact this was going to have, have been saying that it could take, you know, it really should be at least three months um, yeah. Canada, Canada is doing basically is guaranteeing income for four months or something like that. Or mm. I don't remember all the details. Um, and even though Canada is a much smaller country in terms of population than the United States, the US has, I looked this up myself, the uh, $15,000 more gross uh domestic product per capita than canada so mm-hmm. the money is there the, it, it, all of these things where people are, say that the government right. can't afford these things they, they, can't afford these <laughs> they things. can
1: afford these things they can afford these things because it's going to go to something but that's the thing as you said uh, everyone's saying that one month isn't going to be enough even people calling for rent uh you know rent strikes right now are operating on a three-month minimum like that's the bill that's been introduced (laughs) is a three-month excusal in the state of new york or the city of new york especially but really anywhere (laughs) so we're operating on a three-month minimum right now so to be like this is going to be one check is clearly not enough especially if they're going to tax it
0: yeah, well, it, I there has been a lot of confusion on that. It will not be taxed, but here's the thing: it is based off of your income in 2020. Right. So when I said right. that adults who are going to get $1,200 if they make less than $75,000, that is actually going to be based on what they make this year, but the only way that they can really judge that as to give it out is to look at your tax returns from the previous two years. So if you made under $75,000 in the previous two years, you will get the check. But then if you make over $75,000 in 2020, you will then be taxed on that or have to pay it back. Mm-hmm. I don't exactly know what it is, but I did look this up because there was a lot of differing information f- flowing around there, but I saw a Washington post story that kind of answered some specific questions. Um, but yeah, so there's that. Don't trust us for that kind of news. Look into it yourself. We <laughs> Basically, are. Too- nobody
1: knows what's going on right now. Right. And we're well, just kind of taking to it passed- as it comes.
0: Yeah. And it still needs to be passed by the house. They're going to vote on Friday. Yes. There does not, it, there does not seem to be any, um, arguments that there does not appear to be any changes or disagreements or any issue of this not passing. And the mm-hmm. president has already said that he intends to sign it immediately. Um, how long it'll take for those checks to be issued? That's the question. Who knows? Mm-hmm. Um, if you filed your taxes and elected for your refund to be done via direct deposit, you will probably get your money sooner than if there needs to be a hard check sent. But when this will actually happen is still up in the air. All right, Ashley, in other news, on Thursday, the Broadway Journal posted a story that reported on an email that my very good friend and Broadway League president, Charlotte St. Martin, sent out (laughs) to the members of the league yesterday. Thank you. (laughs) Really close.
1: Really tight. Very
0: close. We're tight. BFFs. Um, In it, St. Martin essentially discussed the fact that the reason that Broadway hasn't yet announced an extension of the closures is because they are waiting on direction from New York Governor Andrew I'm Mom's favorite Cuomo. Broadway Journal quotes (laughs) St. Martin's email and saying, quote, our intel in Albany does indicate that they think the mass gatherings may be the last area of business to come back. Now, actually, this jives with what I've been hearing, that there is no current plan in place for when theater in New York City will return and that everything still hinges on when the peak of the coronavirus curve actually occurs. And that is completely unlikely to happen in um Certainly time not in for April. theaters to open yeah. in April. <laughs> not, right.
1: Not uh, even and, not even a question of that.
0: Right. And that is it's actually far more likely that shows won't return in New York in New York until June, although May is a possibility mm-hmm. on the best case scenario.
1: Yeah, which is tough to think about. But there's, you know, if we don't, then this is going to keep going and going and going. As you said, we have to get past, you have to flatten the curve and get past that absolute apex of where all the worst cases are. And we unfortunately have not hit it yet, even though there have been some reports that maybe New York is slowing, maybe not. But more people are getting tested, so we're getting more cases being reported. So we don't really know if things are slowing down uh we can't so we can't really operate on anything we certainly can't operate that you know theater will be back in april because there's no way that they're going to be able to curb everything by april so again it's that three month kind of minimum thing that we all have to operate on obviously things won't hope obviously but also hopefully things won't be as tight as they are right now but I can't imagine a world before late May, early June, where, you know, 1,500 of us are sitting in a theater again.
0: Yeah, absolutely. All right, and finally in this section, Ashley, unfortunately, we have another COVID-19-related death to report from the Broadway community. Yesterday, we learned that Obie Award-winning actor and stage and screen regular Mark Blum passed away due to complications brought on by the disease. He was 69 years old. Mark appeared in nine Broadway shows, beginning with 1977's The Merchant, up through 2013's The Assembled Parties. He actually appeared in both the 2000 and 2012 productions of Gore Vidal's The yes. Best Man, playing playing Dick Jensen in both productions. He was also a very familiar face on screens large screens large and small. If you look at his IMDb, Credits, you're gonna You've be like, seen oh, yeah. him in something. Oh, I've seen that. I've seen that. I've seen many, many
1: somethings. Yes.
0: Yeah, absolutely. We of course send our best to Blum's loved ones during this incredibly difficult time, Ashley.
1: Yeah, difficult indeed. Especially, it's always hard to see, uh, you know, us lose people within the community, and to see it so quickly, you know, one after another is reminiscent of other times. Unfortunately. Yeah.
0: All right, moving on, Ashley, in honor of one of those other people that we lost, the late Terrence McNally, uh, PBS announced that they would be making the American Masters documentary Terrence McNally, Every Act of Life, available for streaming at pbs.org slash American Masters and the PBS app beginning on April 1st. In a somewhat interesting move, Ashley, yesterday, Lincoln Center Theater announced that two shows that had not yet been announced are, in fact, postponed. Sarah Rules, Becky Nurse of Salem, and Brenna Turner's at the wedding were scheduled to begin performances this July, but now will open at a later date. Uh, I don't know. Obviously, these hadn't been announced, so I don't know anything about them. But Sarah Rules, right. Becky Nurse, Becky Nurse of Salem sounds very much like a takeoff of The Crucible, which I would. Yeah, I mean, first off, Sarah fan Ruhl, yeah, talking about um a, 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 an under. You know, a, a small featured character in the Crucible and the Salem Witch Trials yeah. uh, is right at my alley, so I love oh, that. Yeah. Uh, but with hopefully all
1: hopefully at a later date.
0: Yeah, and again, we've seen from Lincoln Center being committed to rescheduling the productions that they have to reschedule or uh, that they've had to postpone from the spring. So if they say that these mm-hmm. are going to return at some point, I definitely trust them. Yeah, definitely. So with all of these shows canceling or pushing back to productions, we actually got some word about one of next season's most highly anticipated shows. As the Music Man's choreographer Warren Carlyle told Page Six, quote, Our opening's fortunately not now, so we're not panicking because we're scheduled for October. We're just prepping as much as we can, working the computer, working the phone, planning out whatever we can manage to rehearse. What else can you do? Now, The Music Man is currently scheduled to begin performances at the Winter Garden on September 9th, and that October date that Warren referenced is October 15th, opening night. We will see if any further delays make that possible or not. We know how much uh, Scott Rudin uh, likes to have (laughs) as many workshops as possible, especially Uh. even for revivals, so we'll see if that throws things off, but they at least this point seem to be committed to sticking to schedule, and I think that's feasible. I, I don't think I that do a too, September yeah. 9th beginning. I don't see, unless there's something that happens between now and then, any reason why they should
1: right it would only be the case if there's another extension as far as you know public gatherings and everything but as we know uh regardless there will be nothing else in the winter garden so
0: yeah absolutely all right ashley as we have talked about uh, multiple times over the last few weeks the national theater has been working on ways to stream their nt live content in one form or another and yesterday it was announced that they would be bringing national theater at home to YouTube for free beginning next week. The first production to be broadcast will be Richard Bean's One Man, Two Governors featuring the Tony Award winning performance from James Corden. That will happen on April 2nd. I'm not sure if this is like they're going to be available from that date and then you can find them moving forward or if it's like a live stream you've got to watch it then. I think it's Um, a
1: live stream that's the way that they made it sound is that they're going to stream it at 7pm Eastern or their time yeah Greenwich time it it might be archived after that because some places some channels will archive their live streams but don't know that one yet
0: yeah lots of things to be worked out but we have one man two governors which is if you haven't seen it it is hysterical i actually never have it is so funny i wanted to
1: for a while so i'm really excited because i wanted to see james corden's tony winning performance so that's very exciting
0: Yeah, I've seen a, I saw a regional production at Georgia Shakespeare before I saw the Tony, or the NT live streaming Uh, with James Corden, both equally uh, just hilarious. So, highly recommend that one. Um, Also on the schedule is Sally Cook's stage adaptation of Charlotte Bronte's Jane Eyre on April 9th. Brian E. Lavery's adaptation of Robert Louis Stevenson's Treasure Island on April 16th and Twelfth Night on April 23rd featuring Tamson Gregg as Malvolio with further titles to be announced
1: love this love this yeah. and we keep talking about it we've been waiting to see what national theater theater would do and if other organizations uh in this country would follow so it's really good to see this and looking forward to seeing all of these hopefully hopefully a few more that i'm really looking forward to uh, get added like angels, follies, all those, yeah,
0: well, here's the thing with the streaming, you'll uh-huh. notice that a lot of these things that they announced are adaptations that yes. they were directly yes. involved in yeah. or or with Shakespeare, where there is no you know right. copyright that they have to worry yeah. about, so i I have a feeling that they're starting with those that they actually commissioned in one way or another, right, um, which and is why you heard out, one then Man, two out governors, the rest. yeah, right, one man, two governors is an adaptation of uh, What is it called? The Man with Two Masters. Um, So anyway, moving on. Uh, Those are going to be great. I can't wait to see them. And we'll talk about some of those other ones off air. Uh, (laughs) Anyway, actually, into my feel-good recommendations. Do you know John Wascavage by any chance?
1: The name rings a bell.
0: Yeah, mine too. I do do not know him. But this was retweeted into my uh, Twitter feed the other day. And apparently this Twitter user at John West cabbage, and we'll have this uh, in the show notes. Um, This is the tweet. I'm just going to read you the tweet. For (laughs) years, I've joked about a wicked style take on the light in the piazza through the eyes of the Shetland pony. Now, of course, (laughs) Clara is kicked in the head at her birthday party and that's why she's whatever she is. And then John (laughs) goes on. Well, thanks to quarantine. You finally get to experience it. Quote, so much happened in Winston Salem before Clara drop kicked in.
1: Oh my god. And then he says,
0: enjoy and it's spelled K I C K E D, but since this is a take on Wicked, I'm gonna, it's gonna guess kick-ed. it's kicked, yeah. It's kicked. Um and basically it's a it's a a YouTube video, um it's like three minutes, like basically of a Shetland pony just talking <laughs> telling this story. it's very funny, uh check it out if you love wicked and or the light in the Piazza It is very very good, so it's just one of those ridic- ridiculous things um, I want more. So check that out.
1: I want more musicals from the view of either the Shetland pony or just from any animal that appears on stage. I want yeah, it from absolutely. uh the geese in the fairy milky white yeah huh? milky white <laughs> yes milky uh, would be white. great yeah <laughs> anyway
0: yeah all
1: right um next
0: up in our in our recommendations oh, no. okay um so carrie butler is going all carrie butler and she tweeted out yesterday i'm starting some free classes to help lift people's spirits during the break now when i first saw this i assumed okay she's gonna do acting or singing lessons Lots Less of mm. people are doing that that's great but instead she continues after like four spaces after the exclamation point anyway i don't know um first will be a watercolor class monday night with a guest artist sign up (laughs) sign up will be on instagram saturday xo uh carrie butler just being carrie butler and she is going to going to teach a watercolor class i love it i love it i love carrie butler (laughs) and this is i
1: can't wait to tell everyone i learned how to paint from carrie butler
0: Yes, absolutely. Um, I love Carrie Butler. Uh, anyway, <laughs> um, someone else that I love is Rachel Chavkin and Correct, the team. Correct, uh, Yeah, so she made available. If you don't know what the team is, I've talked about it on a Tell Me More before um, with one of their shows that they partnered with that, it was, that was at Joe's Pub last year. Mm-hmm. Last year? Yeah, I think so. Anyway, the team is this organization of... Actors, directors, musicians, you know, creative people that work together to create shows together. Well, they released one of uh, a video of one of their shows online in full. Um, It is called Primer for a Failed Superhero. It originally played Brooklyn in August of 2017. I just saw this before we we started uh, recording the picture of that, like the thumbnail of it. Features Amber Gray, who is a member of the team, so you know I'm going to watch the hell out of that. Obviously, Um, so check that out. I haven't watched it yet, but Rachel Chavkin, Amber Gray, and the team are awesome. And finally, this is a little bit of an untraditional feel good recommendation. Ashley, normally I've been Mm. you know showing a lot of the talking a lot about the live streaming things and the videos that people are posting, but this is something completely different. This is from the New York Times, and it's Michael Kimmelman. And this was something that had been in the works um, pre-shelter-in-place, but after it happened after uh, the Broadway shutdown uh, occurred. And what he is doing in what is going to be a series is taking strolls with interesting people. And the first stroll happened to be with architect and set designer David Rockwell since so many, I mean, at this point when they did this, all of Broadway's theaters had been closed. What they decided to do was walk around the theater district and David Rockwell would talk about the history uh, of the architecture of a lot of the different theaters. Talk about what's interesting. Talk about the styles of them. uh, Talk about what makes them stand apart. Talks about his memories of working in them. It is a fascinating read. Um, And there's some wonderful photos to go along with it. So the article is called um, Broadway is shuttered, but it's buildings sing." a virtual tour. Um, I'll have the link in the show notes. It's a really, really cool article. And I uh, I really enjoyed that.
1: that. Yeah, I was scrolling through the photos as you were talking about it. And oh, wistful sigh. Yeah, but
0: what's so cool about this is so many of these theaters, even if we think of them as newer theaters, uh, we're like from the early aughts of the 20th oh, century. yeah. So to know that they've been through so much and they will still be there whenever the performances come back is a bit of a um, is a bit of a relief or, or you it's know, something to know that the, the theaters themselves aren't going anywhere, even if the theater makers have to vacate them for a limited period of time. All right, Ashley. That is all that we have today. Thanks so much for listening to today on Broadway. Follow us on Facebook and Twitter at Broadway Radio, and you can find me on Twitter and Instagram at bwwmat. Ashley, where can people find you?
1: You can find me on Twitter and Instagram at No, this is Ashley.
0: Alright, head over to patreon.com slash Radio if you want to be the first to hear all of our wonderful episodes coming up talking about this crazy, crazy crisis in the theater community from all different angles. Have a wonderful weekend. Take care of yourselves. Take care of each other. And uh, let us know if there's anything else you want to hear about. We are taking as many suggestions as we can possibly take.
1: Total Request Live.
0: Yeah, Again, another uh reference that only certain people from a certain demographic (laughs) i thought i'd say
1: i thought i'd bookend it nicely with old references well done
0: well done uh (laughs) all right have a wonderful weekend everybody uh this week on broadway i guess is gonna have a show i don't know what they're gonna talk about but they're gonna have a show i assume on sunday and then we'll be back to talk to you on monday